Welcome back to Millennial Z and Boomer X. I'm Boomer X. And I am Millennial Z. And today we are talking about entertainment and how it's changed over the years or entertainment. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. It uh, certainly has, especially when you come from a rural area in the Deep South. And even now, the way technology and society has become, it's very different for people in rural areas in the deep south as opposed to when i was a kid yeah i'm sure they pretty much do the same thing that the urban kids do now yeah yeah like uh for entertainment we hunted and fished went outside did things we had one and a half channels on the tv and i say half because we could only pick it up after 6 p.m because right. of the way the radio waves were in evening and they where they broadcast but and we had to turn the antenna depending on what channel we wanted outside so it would point directly at the station that was transmitting mm -hmm. so you know then other stations got a little more power and we got like three channels so <laughs> yeah. i got a little older uh radio I, I didn't get a radio transistor radio until i was like 11 or 12 years old and then we listened to the radio i mean they had a stereo in the house but my father didn't like music honestly and so he just wanted it off it just it was just racket to him so nobody mm. listened to music it was just empty and for entertainment we either read a book or we went outside that was pretty much it yeah i would assume most country boys now are quite familiar with all the same things urban people do yeah, I mean, internet's everywhere now. You can get it satellite if you're in a super yeah. rural area, but you don't have to now, though. I mean, cable's <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, uh, I think if they're super rural, they're not, you know, doing the same thing as video gaming probably all day because, well, I guess they could with consoles, but, you know, it depends, I suppose, how the person goes about it. Right. I think mudding and everything is still pretty popular over there, though, instead of, you know. Yeah, for, for us as kids, area. it was... Uh, pellet guns that was that mm -hmm. was our big thing that, and we had one with us all the time we were out in the woods and we would hunt squirrels or small game and bring it home and cook it and eat it or we would we got good by literally shooting wasps out of the air with our pellet guns with just a couple right. of pumps mm -hmm. um, and when you can shoot a wasp where you barely see it at will with a pellet you're a pretty good shot so when yeah. i joined the army it was I was expert in everything. Didn't matter. I'd been shooting since I could carry a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I remember walking around in the woods. We still had the woods back, even in our suburban area that me and my brother could go back and wander about in our right. guns. And, and, I, and I'd like that kids need to be outside just doing stuff as opposed yeah. to, you know, cloistered away in the house, looking at a TV screen 24 yeah. seven. I don't think most kids in the suburban area are even growing up with the same type of lifestyle that I grew up with. Even now, just only 15 years ago, you know, they're not getting that type of. Yeah. You're experience. 28 now. So you'd have been 13. I'm, it's very different. I mean, the yeah. neighborhoods kids used to be in the neighborhoods that you don't see anybody in the neighborhoods anymore. There aren't kids yeah. playing in the streets anymore. They're not playing basketball. They're not playing 
not definitely not jumping rope and I, I you know i don't even see skateboarders i remember seeing skateboarders and people on bicycles None i see the bicycling but it's mostly younger kids it's mostly around like eight or so that'll that'll bicycle around yeah around 13 or so is pretty much when the gaming happens and they're pretty much all inside after that at that point only people i see bicycling are adults yeah <laughs> for for exercise and whatever their thing is they they, they it's mm-hmm. like a mission to them and okay but and, right. and that's entertainment or recreation for them but for for us it was it was very different and i say the other things i'll tell you one thing we did do a lot of was play board games and that seems like ancient technology now <laughs> i wonder if i wonder if anybody plays monopoly and yahtzee and scrabble anymore they do they but they? not not on a realistic board they do it online <laughs> it's, <laughs> with uh, other people. it's on the computer uh, over yeah. the internet right tabletop but I mean, simulator with a physical box and a pair of dice no. you're rattling on a cardboard, you know. I'm sure some people still do board games. I mean, I'm surprising to see there's still board games coming out. So there have to be somebody buying them and playing them. Maybe it's just right? all the retirement homes that are keeping the market Probably alive. so. It's just a bunch know. of old people playing Scrabble <laughs> and Parcheesi. <laughs> yeah. Checkers and chess. Chess was big for a bit when I was chess in is, high Chess school, got big again. It got a Did little it? bit of fad crave because that of the netflix Qu- movie queen's gambit and then twitch yeah. stream had a couple of like uh game masters get on it and they got pretty popular so it kind of got up a comeback yeah. which is kind of interesting the thing the thing about board games is you have to have a willing participant to play with you can't play yeah. by yourself and often just my brother and i my parents are doing parent things right. kids are treated way differently now than they were then but yeah, so often he wouldn't want to play, so I was by myself. So I would either read or go outside and do whatever. And sometimes I might do whatever with him. But if he didn't want to play a board game, no board game was played. Right, that simple. <laughs> yeah, when you only have a one other sibling too, it's right. options are quite limited. Right, and neighbors. We're in a rural yeah. area. My closest neighbor was a quarter mile away. Right, and and uh, so if and if they're not kids your age or or they don't like you, they, yeah, they might as well be on the moon. You're not going to play with them. Right. <laughs> now we definitely I mean, I remember growing up and going to people's houses and we'd play video game console, we co-op consoles together. I'm sure that's I that I think that even that's dying. I know that's dying because less games are becoming split screen available. They they're only online available for multiplayer. So wow. That's becoming a dead um, you know, pastime as well. Just even on a uh, you know, uh, kind of a contemporary way for friends to hang out is even dying out. It's just becoming more and more. So everybody's alive. in their own residence and that's mm-hmm. that. You'll never see each other in person. You don't share a pizza. You don't, you know, yeah. buy a soda or anything. You, know, you just, you do your thing and that's that. I, um, yeah. I don't know what the kids are doing now, but I know they're not co-oping as much as we were because that's pretty much what we got games for was like, man, we can split screen this and play this, to, you know, like Halo yeah, 2 coming out. That we makes like, sense. That, that makes was sense. sick. You had yeah. four screens. You had well, all four of us could play at the same time. Yeah, right. Now, right. Now twenty people can play, but they're all in their own home doing it. So it's kind of a different experience. Right. I I got to where I was a a mediocre chess player. Like the chess team in high school wanted me to play because mm-hmm. I I'd beat their best guy in one game. Now he beat me like five games, but I managed right. to beat beat him on the sixth game, and they were stunned. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I you know. I didn't have much else to do if I didn't want to go outside and right. 
and my brother would end up being a pretty good player, you know, mm-hmm. or I'd play with friends. We'd go to their house and play, but I was just, I didn't want to do it competitively. I wasn't that interested. I just did it to exercise my mind and pass the time. Yeah. Yeah. Chess is always fun. I don't think chess is going to die anytime soon. No, no, it's been around for hundreds of years. It's not going. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. It'll just be a different type of platform for people to play it on. It's what's happening now. You know, right. Everybody has it on their, I mean, even I have it on my phone. You can get a free chess app on your phone. And yeah. Play. And the computers are so good now. And the algorithms yeah. are so good. You can play a game and it can just kick your butt unless you. Oh play, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I got, you know, you're like, Oh, easy mode done. Medium mode done. And then you go to hard mode and there's like, this is it's hard. A, it's <laughs> a whole then, different world now. Yeah. And yeah. then you find out like, there's like four more levels after it, four more. Levels <laughs> after this. Yeah. Computer's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those and stuff. Yeah, I haven't played in decades, so I'm sure I'd get trounced now. I, yeah. I don't, I don't remember very much of it anymore. Yeah. But it is interesting. I'm actually quite surprised how little AI has developed or bots have developed because I remember, you know, PlayStation 2 and stuff, they had Red Faction and stuff had bots in the system, and the bots were obviously bots. But they have not gotten so good now that you're like, oh, I don't know if this is a bot or not. It's always been definitely this is a bot when you're right. playing against it. You know, right, right. just the way they move. It's not very fluid at all. And I'm wondering until that time where people get into the world of they don't know if this is an AI system or a real person. That'll be a really I I think it's that way now. Um, oh, no. If, if you're willing to. Well, yeah, for, for common games now, but I know that they have uncommon things for AI applications that you would have a difficult time telling in the first five or 10 minutes. Maybe. It would have yeah. to be a very now, specific condition you were, for that to be. If you were expert or very good, you could probably tell pretty quickly, I would imagine. Like within Yeah, a few minutes. it depends on the game. If it's, if it's not a lot of telltale signs for the like player movement or something isn't very right. obvious you know, right. or necessary. But what gets me is, uh, you know, teenagers, when I, after I grew up and we weren't kids anymore, we were teenagers, had driver's licenses, were mobile. And I had a, my first job was washing dishes and, and cleaning out the back of a restaurant. I was like 14 and, uh, getting paid cash. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it, you know, it was, I don't know that like we, we would race cars, you know, after that, that i right. don't i don't know of merit the only, only people i have heard talking about racing any cars are adults pretty much and they go you to a track um, most of the time yeah you we have a little bit that. of that we that were urban lifestyle kind of still has that car yeah scene, no yeah I, more... I would imagine cars are cheaper and easier to get to but we yeah. were of course we had the old it was in the mid 80s early 80s so we had the old muscle cars that were now considered old and junk that we Mm -hmm. would buy cheap because that's all we could afford you know we wanted and we'd fix them up and try them out on each other you know Mm -hmm. after i realized i didn't want to be a mechanic at about Mm -hmm. 18 i was like i don't want to race anymore i just wanted to keep working (laughs) and of course we didn't race on a track we raced on back roads and rural areas where there were no traffic late at night we didn't have to worry about anything yeah the car culture is still there. I'm not sure if it's so much quarter mile racing like it used to be in the southern area as prominent as it was while you were growing mm-hmm. up. 
Mm -hmm. Um, it's mostly like in the super metropolis urban areas, it's mostly car showing and tricking out your car and making it look nice and having wrap on it and then showing it off. I do hear they're having, they're having trouble with it in Baton Rouge. They'll have groups block off a major street at like two in the morning for like an hour and a half and just race each other. Yeah. And the police are having a difficult time with it because it's only a ticket. It's no right. big deal. And they don't care. They're not yeah, going to pay it anyway. You'd be surprised how old those people are, though, doing Yeah, that. they're all adults. That's what I was yeah. saying. It's, it's like not it's teenagers not, doing yeah, it. These people like, are in their 30s yeah. and 40s doing it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's 25 to 35-year-olds yeah. doing it. Yeah, and older and than like, that. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. And that's why they don't care. And it's weird. You're like, okay, this is interesting way to yeah. spend your time. Not even <laughs> misdemeanor offenses. These are, these are mm-hmm. tickets. Mm-hmm. You pay the fine and going about your way and they they find the risk worth it and of course they have lookouts and they do it they try to do it at a time when there's nobody around but i can hear it at my house miles away yeah it's usually headers. around yeah two to five in the morning kind of thing mm-hmm. when nobody's out type mm-hmm. of thing so but again these at least they're not in front of a tv but they're really endangering lives and they're <laughs> waking people up and they're it, that doesn't make any sense when we were doing it the cars weren't nearly as fast and powerful as they are now and we're also in the middle of nowhere the right. closest house is probably two miles away <laughs> yeah probably the biggest danger is y'all driving on those roads in the first place right the right themselves not being right kept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'm not sure what they're going to be doing another 10 years from now on that it's going to be interesting well you know we'll be into the metaverse or what i call the internet three and yeah it'll all be virtual. It won't be any physical stuff. Uh, I would mm-hmm. imagine in the future, I, even now, like I said, nobody leaves the house. So right. and except for a few, a subculture people who do strange things like the cosplay people who will dress in their little costume and go to whatever their niche recreational mm-hmm. subject. Yeah. Is. The conventions and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Whatever, whatever their thing is, they'll anime or whatever. Yeah, comic anime. book stuff. Right, right. They'll get into that a little bit. And I know some people go to Ren Fairs still. So people do get out of the house occasionally, but it's a big deal when they do. They make a big to do yeah, about it. It's very obvious that's the only to time they money. get out of the outside of the house. That's the problem too. The ones that go, most yeah, of them. Yeah. You can tell immediately. I've been to two of them and the uh demographics are very interesting to say the least <laughs> right <laughs> just the type of people you see you're like oh okay, so these, I, i'm gonna be people. rude here and say <laughs> we're in the gulf south so people don't have basements but if they did they would be your typical basement dwellers what you yeah saying. they would definitely be you know so socially um inept yeah is pretty yeah. much how to put that that's unfortunate well at least they're out and they'll learn some social acumen and not be yeah, so that's inept the- anymore that's the thing is like you're you're there and you don't want to you definitely don't want to offset them because you could tell they're having a hard time dealing with and it's a lot of it's really genuinely a good time for them because they get a bunch of like-minded people around them and they yeah, probably that's cool. don't get that on, on often enough yeah that's you know? the whole point and yeah. they need to be able to look at people in the eye and learn behaviors and mm-hmm. learn how to talk to people and deal with people. it's just yeah it's just cringe watching them because you're just like oh this is awful and awkward and i don't want to be around y'all because this is hurting my brain and soul to watch y'all yeah, try to interact it, with it, each other it makes you feel bad right <laughs> yeah you're just like oh i don't want to be here this is really that's this is really awkward 
Yeah. Yeah. And so you went just to see what it was about, right? Yeah, I went with um, a couple friends, and it was extremely underwhelming both times. I don't know why we went. And this was <laughs> in the last year or so. No, this well, the first one was when I was, you know, this first one was six years ago, okay. and then the the latest one was about two years ago now, maybe three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a form of entertainment that yeah people enjoy, and, and like I said, anything to get people out and mingling with other people is nice. Not mm-hmm. all the time. I'm certainly not an extrovert, right? but I still like to go out and see other people and spend time with them, socialize with them mm-hmm. from time to time and let other people know I'm still alive and life is good. Sitting, yeah. sitting on a couch in front of a screen all the time for your entertainment is not a good thing. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it, but it can't be a constant thing. Just like whatever your hobby is, if that's all you do all the time, that's not a good thing. <laughs> moderation Definitely. in everything, even moderation. Sometimes you need to just gut it out and get with it for a few weeks, whatever your thing is. But I've noticed that at least one thing that's taking course. Uh, one good thing is the gym culture fad is actually bringing people that usually wouldn't be, you know, part of that. They're going to the gym and they're le- and they're getting friends that. You- I right. can tell you people don't have friends outside of this. This is their, this I'm going to tell you, course, you know? Yeah. If you worked out when I was a kid, you were, a people just didn't do it. Right. You were an oddity. And mm-hmm. I didn't start working out consistently until I started doing Kung Fu in the early eighties. And that was just body weight exercises and weird exercises for, to work on a specific technique or attribute to build up legs or back or mm-hmm. core or things like that and that was odd and you would see an occasional jogger not of course not in a rural area but i mean it was talked about in suburban areas and there were some bodybuilding was a subculture as well but it was only a handful of people in a large area these yeah. were all very small thing now everybody does almost some sort of weight training some sort of cardiovascular stuff yeah. Or they think about it back yeah. then. Nobody did. Yeah. The knowledge on it or the awareness, I should say, is quite vast comparatively, even 20 years ago. I know that for well, sure. Information's freely available now. In mm-hmm. the past, you had to have a friend, a mentor, or get a book and understand what you were reading and apply it and test it yourself. And it was a long, slow process. And if you were never done it yourself, you don't know if it was working or not like it should have. So, right. Yeah. You didn't wait. You didn't get results till months, you know? Right. <laughs> so, right. You sometimes. Just had to, right. <laughs> you didn't understand where you were going wrong because you thought you were doing right, but you always need a third party to help you out. You know, and then later on, of course, in the nineties started getting into strongman stuff and other things. And then, you know, other, other arts and techniques and things like that throughout the eighties and nineties and early two thousands. But Again, I was an oddity. People just weren't doing that until I think it might have caught on sometime in the 90s that working out became more mainstream. Gyms became more available and more affordable to the average person. And also, we were inundated with you need to be physical and moving around because people weren't for so long. You can look at pictures of people in the sixties and seventies and clearly see people didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. They're always quite thin. 
Right. They didn't um, eat either. So yeah. they weren't overweight, but right. they were not in any kind of shape at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The iconic seventies guys, usually a thin man, not very athletic by any means. Right. Entertainment during that period, seventies and eighties was <laughs> drinking or dope, yeah. <laughs> you know, weed, hanging out you know, with your friends. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that was it for adults. That mm -hmm. was, that was what they did. They mingled with each other. They couldn't, didn't have cell phones, didn't have anything, didn't have internet, didn't have, so if you, you met up with friends and hung out. Right. And that was it think, in person. I think the value systems kind of going away with it too. I think the normalization of the virtual world is kind of wearing out on people and people are more valuing face-to-face -face interactions as time goes on That's because, a good thing. because people just aren't getting that as much and they desire it. People want that. People want the face-to-face. -face. Yeah. There's no match to it. It really I, isn't. We said this before in other podcasts, you don't know yeah. somebody until you're sharing space right. and you, and you do things together or talk about things together in front of each other and see their micro reactions, their behavior and how they handle things. You don't mm -hmm. know them. And, and you don't know them until you've been doing that a long time. Right. Just a few things is not going to do it. Just a few things, even every day, if it's only five, 10 minutes, even as for a few years, you don't really know what they're about, especially if you're in a static, sterile environment. You have yeah. no idea what that person's really like. And to get to know somebody, you need to share space. Mm -hmm. I think you need to share food and go through stressful times over a protracted period before you really know. But that's me. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I mean, I was never the so I can't tell on the on the sports because I never did the the school the school programs for soccer oh, I, and all that. I tell you, a big thing that was in the '80s and then it got super big in the '90s and then it just vanished was rollerblading. <laughs> yeah, that I'm glad that died out. Gone. I mean, it it just it took over the world and now it is gone. That was super lame. Yeah, you say that was lame, but it, it's pretty funny. Oh, you know uh, what, Lauren? She she got it, wore the blades and, and she rollerblades with her nieces. I mean, it doesn't happen too often, but they love to go it's do it. It's a good it. exercise. It's yeah. not my bag. Yeah. Uh, your mother used to do it. She liked it. Yeah, I would rather pretty much do anything else as a travel than rollerblade, to be honest anything walking that's fine i would rather walk i would rather hop on one else. foot okay yeah yeah pogo stick yeah sounds good yeah you just grab this line of rope and you just drag me across this asphalt i'll see how that goes instead of rollerblading instead yeah and that's the thing when we were kids they had a ton of outdoor toys that they expected kids to get on and use until they broke oh, yeah. and buy another one I don't see them advertised at all or see them used at all. Anymore. No, no. I said pogo stick. I don't, I can't remember the last time I saw a pogo stick. Pogo sticks are out. There's pretty much they're they're a dying breed as well. Yeah. But, I remember those. Do you remember us having, not us, but our neighbor, um, our neighbor down the street, you know, we did, me and Trevor visit all the time and they had those, um, those little small drag, uh plastic carts that you sit in low in and they had plastic wheels and no grip so you could slide all around in the, on the asphalt yeah room. big wheels they call yeah. them big wheels yeah Those i never had one as a kid but they came out when i was little I mm -hmm. never had one. yeah that that's dying that's that's gone, gone. nobody does that anymore. oh little kids used to love that man yeah 
I remember yeah. us all the time messing with that. Mm-hmm. That was so funny. Uh, and of our, course, when you got older, you'd still have it and you try to fit your big old butt big. into it. <laughs> yeah. And then you would try to like grab somebody else's skateboard and, you know, tie a line to them and see how this goes. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. And that's that's what we did in the 70s, you know, mm-hmm. growing up, that kind of stuff. And yeah. Kids just don't do that. You'd probably have 12 mothers running out to scream at y'all to stop doing that. Yeah, know, maybe. Now. Yeah. yeah that too and it's like there's so much safety going on now there's so much yeah i call it the tyranny of safety it yeah it, it is so oppressive that you can't do anything for fear something may happen well something can always happen for one thing you're killing yourself slowly sit in front of that screen 24 hours a day yeah you're not I was thinking, they yourself. always talk about that and i get it wear a helmet but all <laughs> i don't remember any of us wearing helmets i don't i remember the first time i saw somebody wearing a helmet riding a bike and it was a kid and i'm like something wrong with that kid i mean, <laughs> I mean it sounds absurd now because you have to yeah. It's a, yeah but then i'm like yeah, maybe they're kind of slow i you know i just <laughs> it sounds crazy but and then like no I, I saw other kids doing it later too and this is mm-hmm. when y'all were y'all were a little older and yeah. it was just it was just after y'all y'all were the last of the kids without helmets i think yeah I, pretty much and right. you know, honestly, I recommend at least a helmet. Oh, if and really, do, you should. It's yeah, just the that, elbow pad. Because I well, had I, falls where I was like, man, oh, helmet it would really help. Yeah, we had bad ones. <laughs> I remember getting a contusion and being goofy for a while. Yeah. And and the thing is, it's interesting only because I because of the way I was thought. I don't think it was bad. It was just that it was alien to me. I, yeah, it wasn't I was normalized. not thinking. Yeah, I was not it's still thinking. not normalized. There's a little still a bit of a negative connotation with it. Like, oh, you you coward, you're gonna wear a helmet, you right. know, type of thing. Right. Yellow belly, no nothing. What no that, that, and kids will bag on each other <laughs> yeah. for that. And that's of okay. Course. That's what kids do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you know, your mom making you wear that mushroom helmet. <laughs> that's the thing too. It life. makes it squish your cheeks in, it makes you look stupid anyway. You're like, Oh, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you <laughs> really should wear a helmet. And yeah. like you said, elbow pads would not be a bad thing because usually when you fall down oh, first yeah. thing you just put out your arm and, oh and man you break that i've i've skinned myself time. down the street mm-hmm. a couple that's times. part of growing up though yeah uh, it is <laughs> i do know one guy he's a, a pro skater and he's really really good and he does street tricks and he's actually getting helmets kind of cool like because he wears a helmet all the time no matter what yeah he should and, yeah, and he's he's one of the few skaters that does a pro skater that does wear his helmet all the time. Most of them don't because they're part of that. That's yeah, lame. I'm, I'm going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm a yeah. cool guy. I don't wear a helmet, mm-hmm. you know. But he's he does wear a helmet, and actually he's gotten kids and he's influencing kids to wear helmets, which I think is a good thing because if you're going to go outside and skateboard, and if you're going to be around concrete on wheels, yeah, you need to have skateboarding is one of those head. where I'm like, yeah, you should probably wear a helmet, man. Yeah, if you're and and skateboarding that was huge. Yeah. got huge in the 80s and then i saw mm-hmm. it peter out then it came back yeah and then it petered out again and now it's coming back again is that what you're saying skateboarding is kind of like yeah it's petered out and coming back in i think it's just a steady gonna be there forever unless there's some type of weird sensational thing that yeah there's always going to be a substitute sub- you're always or... going to have subcultures for certain things and that's cool that's what people are yeah. about variety and enjoying the differences mm-hmm. and checking stuff out but i you know one thing i was noticing and we talked about it when i was a kid all the adult males of course i was in a rural southern area and the kids if they were male and some of the girls wanted to hunt and hunted yeah they, they had, don't do that anymore 
No, they're talking about how animals are just taking over the forest and they're overbreeding yeah. and getting diseases and dying. Oh, yeah. Sometimes in mass extinction events because nobody's hunting them and culling the herds anymore. Yeah. And it, people think that's crazy, especially the bleeding hearts that think that we should never kill an animal for any reason ever. Right. But they don't understand the problems it causes, not to mention deer causing collisions constantly oh, yeah. with people because they're everywhere. And, oh, that and hogs destroying farmlands and all yeah, type of lands. All that didn't That's happen when systems. down here when hogs, there was no hunting season. You didn't even need a license. They were considered pests. You could just shoot them right. at on site at will as long as you weren't near a residence or on the side of the road. Yeah. So now they're wondering, oh, hogs are taking over. That's because you made a season. You have all these rules and regulation and nobody wants to deal with that anymore. Mm -hmm. You just simply made it to where they're not huntable for the average person there's just too much trouble yeah. and they are yeah. pests i don't see too often kids going out and, and fishing either more i mean i remember and i don't even like fishing and we would go do it just for something to do you yeah, know we you would and go me both. we're the only ones that don't like fishing our family yeah, i don't like, I don't like do fishing it. it bores but me incredibly yeah I, I would rather watch golf than fish i know yeah, <laughs> for people that like golf one. i'd rather just go to a shooting range and go shoot for several hours yeah. and ever go golfing I would rather go to the shooting range and watch other people shoot than play golf. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but, you know, same here. Whatever. But yeah, I don't see kids going out to piers and and fishing on just on the side of the bridge or anything. No. Either. Well, I, I, and it, you know, when I was a teenager, even a young adult, if you saw a bridge or a body of water, there were people There's some fishing. People fishing. It, yeah. It's one point or other, not all the time, but yeah, it, it was, was early in the morning. Yeah, mm -hmm. usually. There were people fishing. But I'm out at, at five in the morning sometimes, so. I would definitely see people fishing and I don't see nobody doing that anymore. Right. Kind of weird. And I, I would even think I'm like, man, if I was a fisher, that'd be a nice spot. Nobody there. Right. No, <laughs> you could go there and you know, never, never know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's something. <laughs> I don't, I, that, that find that strange. Like I said, adults. So what are like, I know what I do in my thing, but what are adults now doing for recreation? Essentially doing what they would, they did as kids. Or, you know, a little bit more procreative with their time. They garden and such or, yeah, it's you know, normal try adult to things. You have a house, you try to make learn. it nice or. Yeah, renovate. they, re yeah, renovate or try to take on a craft. You usual, know. usual thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're calling that entertainment because you're doing that. You're doing that in your spare time. You're not yeah, doing a hobby, that as a project to make money. Yeah, not, right. yeah. So. You're not doing it professionally or as a business. This is what you do to pass the time and it entertains you and makes you happy and mm -hmm. things like that. And that's what we're talking about entertainment. Now, movies, people still watch them. The movies are much better than they used to be, except there was a time in the 70s when movies were just good. And yeah. It was early 70s to late 70s. They were just good. And then they started getting terrible. <laughs> <laughs> there's, st yeah. there's still some good ones, but yeah, yeah. it's far yeah, and few between out. where they actually think about the movie they're about to make they just really just crank them out with the formula yeah you can out. tell it you can definitely tell it's a business it's always a business but you yeah, can tell it's, it's a business. definitely very formulaic now they're mm -hmm. they've got the algorithm down for people to, to want to watch a certain type of movie and they're like let's just keep cranking that out until it doesn't work anymore right and then, then they come up with something from. else mm -hmm. yep yeah yeah I, I would say that the probably the best thing that happened recently was the pokemon go thing even though that's became a lot of controversy with it because you found kids out at 12 o'clock in the on night you know oh you mean that, doing that was crazy cute, stuff to get a pokemon several years somewhere. ago before the pandemic occurred yeah, yeah that was actually yeah. 
it got yeah, a lot people of kids were meeting outside. in parks and catching Pokemon, virtual yeah. Pokemon on their phones. That that was an interesting idea. You know, when I was a kid, I would have ate that up. I know when y'all oh, yeah. were kids, y'all would have lost your minds. Oh, we, yes, we would have we would have starved to death. We wouldn't have ever came home. <laughs> right. We'd have got our sleeping bags and we'd have just figured out how to. Yeah. You know, we're gonna like, we're gonna take the tent and camp out in the park, and we're gonna catch yeah. all the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, we'll see you in a couple of weeks when we're done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I remember it being a bit huge craze, and I and I entertained uh, Nick, one of my friends. He's a he's a big Pokemon fan. I was like, uh, you know, I'll 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 download it and play with you a little bit. But but we're too old for it at that point, you know, kind right. of thing. It's not well, it's like just the same entertainment. It was. It's not. Right. I mean, as a kid, it's serious for you. I mean, you oh, got yeah. goals and a mission, you know. But right. As an yeah. adult, this is you're just passing time. So. Right. So me and him, I essentially just took it as time for us to hang out and walk around the park. But it was packed full of kids, just right. all types of kids. <laughs> yeah. And it was thing. great for them because they were asking us questions, and you know, we we know only like the first couple generations because we're yeah. older, and they had asked us questions, and that was the ones that first came out, so they weren't as familiar with Pokemon right as we were with it so, so y'all end them, up being gurus huh? <laughs> yeah we would like try to tell them like oh this one's this and this is how the game works you know type of thing so when you fight this guy you, you use these type of pokemon and it was like it's kind of a weird situation where you're like you know telling like little eight-year-olds how to play pokemon yeah and you're in your 20. early 20s mid -20s. yeah <laughs> yeah early 20s and you're like this is weird but you know whatever hey they're having a good time well, they were yeah. loving it though you could definitely tell right it was awesome for them that's cool mm-hmm yeah, I hope something like that happens again where people get Yeah, outside. that was a great idea, great craze. It worked out fine. Of course, like I said, we were all made to stay home. I don't know mm -hmm. if it's to make people stay home and get used to it, to normalize it. But it's it's time, I think, now that with vaccines and, you know, waves diminishing and people learning how oh, to yeah, be the, safe. And the variant's like not that. nearly as strong as Right. People. It may be time to uh, entertain yourself in other ways other than staying home and looking at a screen yeah definitely. I, you know the thing about just meeting with friends having dinner laughing talking playing playing cards was huge for adults when i was a yeah kid. i remember and even as a teenager get all of them getting together and man all of our sisters and such yeah even when you were a kid they still did it that's what that age group did it died yeah. with my age group it died right. with gen x mm -hmm. and they just don't do it now i can play a bunch of card games but i don't care to it, right. it just doesn't do anything for me, mm -hmm. but that, that was what adults did. They got, they had a little dinner or after dinner, they got together and they played cards, talked, told jokes, told stories, did nonsense. Yeah. They just didn't, didn't watch TV. And I don't hear of anybody doing that anymore. They're not even getting together to play like the you know, bridge, which was a huge pastime for oh, yeah. older people when I was a kid. No, I don't know if anybody do. Of course, I might be just out of the loop. There's always that subculture. This would be a sub subculture now if they're still alive, mm -hmm. I guess. But <laughs> the, I I'm don't. I'm sure there are, but it's not nearly as popular as it was. Yeah, I mean, it was. People... All adults did it. You just had yeah. your friends do it, and you'd rotate. You know, they'd do it, but they would all show up. You know, one night a week or one night every other week or something like that, or at least mm -hmm. once a month, get together and play cards and whatever game. The guys would get together and play poker. I don't hear about guys doing that anymore. And, I, and I'm talking about pre-pandemic. Not around our age group, that's for sure. No, no. And not even my age group. We yeah. used to do it. That's one thing we did do when we were young adults. I'd get together with my friends and we would just, we'd play poker. And that was low stakes because we were all poor. But <laughs> right. we were just passing time, you know, smoking cigars and drinking bourbon and 
picking on each other and entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if somebody won 25 bucks, you know, we were playing quarter at a time. That was fine. Whatever. We didn't care. Right. That was the whole point. Yeah. I remember um, visiting a um, couple old ladies while I was at work and they were, you know, on that, you know, type of uh, outside party, flat, white plastic table and right. their lawn chairs and they're playing cards and they're asking me questions about it. And they were surprised how much I knew about playing gin and all and uh river and all that with them right because i used to play with momo and they're like i didn't think somebody around your age group would know all those yeah they don't i don't think kids play cards anymore except online not certainly not in print i don't know of any that play them online because there's so many other things to do online oh yeah yeah the card games is least amount of yes of entertainment comparatively zero activity compared to the other ones yeah right there's a lot more interaction with other games now yes Mm -hmm. oh well We'll see how it goes and then coming generation, see how what they do. Yeah, it's really no telling. I, all I can guess is they're going to try to shove the metaverse down our throats for that. Yeah. I don't see that happening anytime soon. I, I, I mean, eventually it'll have some version of that, I think, because just technology is still going. Mm-hmm. And everything now is so overregulated that you can't do stuff outside like we used to. And the population is so large that you, you're going to, conflict with somebody else if you're trying to do oh something. i'm sure you'll offend somebody and we can't yeah, have that right so racing on the streets is out too many people far too dangerous cars are far faster now too yeah and but handling's better so i don't know much evens out brakes are better too <laughs> brakes are sure. way better yeah. yeah but you know it's just it's certainly changing how people behave how do they even think how to interact with other people mm-hmm. you know, i find it fascinating it's a much more reserved society as far as activity but a lot more liberal society as far as tolerance of different types of behavior which i actually enjoy because it was far too conservative in the past and trying to bully people and acting a certain way and now not so much which is good i mean if you're not bothering anybody destroying their stuff destroying their sleep or changing their lifestyle leave them alone let them do their thing you know they're not hurting anybody yeah and most people do so that's a great thing Mm-hmm. in the past no they thought you were a weirdo <laughs> and they treated you like a weirdo call yeah, your names you and had to be socially up to snuff with everybody else yes. otherwise or they just have ostracize you mm-hmm. right and i don't see that anymore everybody does their thing which is a, a wonderful thing well that's uh, another podcast but i still see it it's just the other way around it's gone too liberal whereas in people that are yeah what well, people that are conservative are now seen as the as the outcast oh which yeah is, the pendulum swung the other direction. Yeah, I was like, "Aren't you supposed yeah. to be tolerant?" <laughs> right. That's, that's not very tolerant of you if they if yeah. they choose not to participate in that. And and the thing is, I don't even agree probably most of the time with their ideas, but that's I wouldn't the shun them. You know right. what I mean? That's not the point. The right. point is, let them do their thing. They're not hurting anybody. Right. So, what are we talking about next week? We are talking about student loan forgiveness and whether yeah. or not that should be a thing. <laughs> that is a, yeah, that's a great topic, and can't wait to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see everybody next podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm Boomer X. And I'm Millennial Z. Take care, everybody. See you.